At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's Marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It's our Summer League preview edition of the HHC. We'll see these most recent 2022 draft picks, Hornets, and all across the NBA in action, as well as some exciting veterans as well to help talk about the Hornets Summer League roster, their schedule, and what we're most looking forward to maybe anticipating over the next week and a half or so. I have Sam Purley from Hornets.com and Rob Longo, my producer on the Hornets Radio Network. Gentlemen, welcome to Summer League. Thank you for having me. Yes, happy uh, Summer League opener. It's Summer League Eve, if you will. We're uh, we're very excited to get into it. Rob, I'm going to start with you. Let's look here at the roster. In any year you get into Summer League, the group of players, everyone is most excited to see is the most recent draft picks because it's the first time they're playing in a professional setting. In most cases, there are some players coming from overseas, of course, but especially with the college guys, guys like Mark Williams, Bryce McGowan's in the Hornets case, this is their first time playing in a professional setting. Get to see how they measure up against some guys who maybe have some NBA or G League time or just more experience than the players they've been going up against. So Mark Williams, extremely excited to see him, a center, a rim protector, a rim runner, a lot of athleticism. He has really opened a lot of eyes with uh, what he has been able to do both at Duke and now so far in training camp. And then Bryce McGowan's, who flew a little bit under the radar in terms of the national scene, but is an extremely gifted, talented player, natural scorer, who could open some eyes here in Las Vegas over the next 10 days. Super excited to see both of them, really, especially Mark Williams, of course, because of you know his pedigree and what he was able to accomplish at Duke, and obviously because of his size. I mean, the guy is just an absolute monster, so I'm looking forward to seeing him 
Kind of gives me some vibes from last season when a lot of people were excited to see Kai Jones in summer league a little bit too, and we were able to see what he was able to accomplish with just his freak athleticism and that sort of stuff. So kind of expecting a similar summer league from Mark Williams. Of course, that's a little bit more pressure, but a lot of people have Mark Williams as one of those guys that was NBA ready coming out of Duke. So really excited to see what he's able to do. And of course, Bryce McGowan's too. Kind of one of those guys a little bit, maybe diamond in a rough category a little bit. I think he kind of flew under the radar a little bit. And Mitch Kupchak even said it after they drafted him that they had him a lot higher on their board and he just kind of fell in their lap a little bit. Of course, they had to trade up a couple spots to get him, but he's one of those guys that has a lot of size and has a really good first step and good quickness to him that if he gets downhill and he's able to get in the paint, he can be really scary with that 6-7 frame going to the rack. And a very hard worker too. We see him in the gym uh, putting in that extra time here after some of these summer league prep practice sessions as well. You referenced Kai Jones. That brings us to the next bucket of players, if you will, and that is the previous draft picks. Got guys like Kai Jones, JT Thor, Scotty Lewis, who are all 2021 draft picks will be playing. Nick Richards was a 2020 draft pick. He is also on the roster. We would have loved to see James Booknight out there. Unfortunately, he sustained an injury during the course of this offseason and won't be available to play, but we've seen him working very hard in practices as well. So unfortunate there because this is the group of players where Summer League, Sam Perley, is, is not so much a final exam, but it is a very important midterm. This is the opportunity to show what you learned over the previous year or years, in the case of Nick Richards, of being a professional, and now what you can do against a group of players who either has identical experience to you or, in many cases, less experience than you have on the NBA level. So this is a chance to see how much better is Kai Jones from last summer league to this summer league. Same story for JT Thor, Scotty Lewis, and even Nick Richards. Yeah, midterm is a great term to use there because I think when they went out last year, which I think was in August at the time, you definitely saw the flashes from JT and Kai in particular, like some of the dunks, the alley-oops, and some of the, and the ball handling up court, but you could tell there was these guys need a lot of polishing and they've gotten that. They've been in the G League for a long time. They've got their chances to play in the NBA at times, particularly JT. And like you said, this is now when you want to start seeing, okay, what progress have you made from a year ago in this kind of setting? And also, what progress have you made from the end of the season to this point? It's been about two and a half months. Both of those guys look bigger. I'm just talking specifically about about JT and Kai. They do look like they've gotten bigger. Now, what can you do? Can you be a little bit more polished, show off a little less rawness in these summer league settings? So I'm excited to see them. I, you know, Summer league rosters can kind of be a hodgepodge of players and positions and who plays what, but I think on paper, the Hornets are going to play big. They're going to have some big lineups out there. You maybe see some JT at the three, Kai at the four, Mark Williams at the five, or Nick Richards at the five. And one more thing that I thought was really important that, that Jordan Sternkamp said the other day was not only is this more reps that these guys have gotten and they, and they didn't necessarily get as many reps in the NBA level this year as they did in the G League but these are leadership reps too this is a chance for them to kind of lead this team out there to be the guy that the younger guys who haven't been through this process can talk to ask questions so I think that's going to be a really good opportunity to see those guys showcase the growth they've made in that area from a vocal leadership standpoint the final bucket, if you will, of players, what I'm going to call the opportunity portion of the roster, and that's the guys who are not draft picks, but are players who obviously have the skill set and the ability to be professional basketball players and get an invite to Summer League. And the question is, what can they show here over the next week to two weeks that will give them an opportunity to get into a training camp and maybe at some point make an NBA roster? And it does happen. You know, there's teams that are strapped in terms of their salary 
salary cap who are actively looking not just for players to fill out the roster, but maybe players to be in their rotation. Austin Reeves came out of this bucket for the Lakers last year and played significant minutes. In the Hornets' case, last season, Leangelo Ball was one who played really well in Summer League and was able to make the G League roster and have another step forward in his progress. So he's one of the guys back in this opportunity portion of the roster. Others that are there, Tyshawn Alexander, he was part of the Suns' finals run. Not exactly a rotation player, but he was on that team, so he has some NBA time. Jalen Crutcher was exceptional at Dayton. He was on that Obi Toppin team that we would have loved to have seen play in the NCAA tournament. Unfortunately, COVID-19, of course, took away that tournament run, but Crutcher did a lot of impressive things last year in Greensboro. He is on the roster for the Hornets in Summer League. Cameron McGriff was on the Greensboro team as well. He got some run with the Portland Trailblazers on a 10-day contract, played in three games, so I'll be curious to see what he looks like here. LJ Figueroa is another one, very good shooter from college. He had a lot of success in the G League. And then there's Brady Manick out of North Carolina, who is an extremely good shooter, part of a very popular and successful North Carolina team who just made that run. And he is someone who is going to bring a lot of intrigue to this roster as well. So those are the three buckets of players. You got the 2022 draft picks, other drafted, more veteran players for the Hornets, and what, again, I'm calling the opportunity portion of the roster, guys, who will have the chance to earn a spot either in training camp for the Hornets or someone else and maybe continue their journey towards making an NBA team. My question for you, gentlemen, and I'll answer it as well, who are you most excited to see? Rob rules are in effect. You may not copy anyone else, and Rob Longo gets to go first. Wow, Rob. I was going to defer to the senior on this panel, no, Sam Hurley. You, you so. get to pick first. Who are you most excited to see on the Hornets roster in Summer League? I'm excited to see if Mark Williams and Brady Manick are best buds now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I am excited to see Mark Williams, though. I am very excited to see what he's able to do with that length and that athleticism, kind of like how I referenced earlier in this segment about how if it's going to stack up to what Kai Jones was able to do in Summer League last year. So again, Mark Williams is kind of my guy to keep an eye on just simply for the fact that we talked about how he's probably the most NBA ready. Let's see how ready he is. There's no better time like the present, especially in Summer League. Sam Perley. Thankfully, Rob did not take mine. So I'm going to go with Scotty Lewis. I think there's a real opportunity with this particular Hornets Summer League roster. There's a lot of big guys, but I think backcourt, there's going to be a lot of opportunities for Scotty Lewis. He's been through the system one year before. He was a two-way guy in Greensboro last year. 12 and a half points, 47% shooting, three rebounds, two assists. Averaged almost a steal and a half and a block and a half in Greensboro. He's got really good size and length. He's 6'5". Had a 7-0 wingspan at the Combine last year. So I think there's real opportunity for him and just with his size, I still think there's something there with him, especially defensively. I think he's got a great NBA body. I think a lot of it is just kind of putting it all together. And this is a great opportunity for him because there's going to be a lot of reps in that backcourt with no James Booknight. Let's see if Scotty Lewis can kind of take the reins and take advantage of this opportunity there. Well, Mark Williams is the top of my list. The blocks ability is something I'm I'm excited to see how it translates now into the NBA style of game. I like the Scotty Lewis pick and I'm with you. I think defensively is where he has really set himself apart or, or the kind of the trajectory he's put himself on to becoming an NBA rotation player. It doesn't seem necessarily to be that he has to score 15 to 20 points per game to be a factor. He has stated how much of an emphasis he's put on the defensive side of the game and his goals tend to flow towards the defensive side. So I'm excited to see him too. Now I'm torn because two of my guys on my list are still there. One of them was Brady Manick and the reason is I get kind of a Joe Ingles vibe to him. I was basically Based in on the West Coast when he was coming up through the Clippers rosters, and I remember vividly they cut him 
Utah picked him up, but it was a really tough cut where they knew something was there in Joe Ingles. It was just they didn't quite have room for him on their bench and had someone had to go. He's someone who's a very good shooter, size-wise. It can be kind of a mismatch for people. And I see Manic fitting a similar role. He had several years where he shot 38% or better from three. So he kind of flows there, but my pick is going to be Kai Jones. Kai Jones last summer league was extremely raw. He had those flashes. He had that one explosive move. He'd fake left. He'd go right. If he's even, he's leaving. And he would dunk on anyone who was in his path if he could get to takeoff. I'm interested to see how much more of his offensive game has progressed here at the NBA level. Does he have more of a three-point shot? Does he have more to offer in terms of his driving acumen, his regimen out there? I'm interested to see what Kai Jones looked like because the two guys you both mentioned, there's a lot to look forward to about their defensive side, but offensively, someone's got to put the ball on the basket. I think Kai Jones could be a leader in that category. Yeah, I really like that choice. And I remember last year, I mean, a thing that caught me not necessarily off guard, but surprised me the most about Kai was just seeing how well he, I mean, he was taking the ball up court a lot last year in Vegas. And then he kind of would get to maybe the free throw line of the side. And it's just didn't exactly know what to do. And a lot of that is just there's growing pains in summer league. You have a lot more freedom maybe than you didn't necessarily have it in college. You're playing different roles. You're asked to do a little bit more. So I think something that'll be really interesting for Kai is his shooting. I think stretching him out a little bit more. It sounds like they're playing him or experimenting with him more at the four right now maybe down the line can be a small ball five but seeing him stretch the floor in Vegas maybe taking a couple three pointers a game I think is going to be really interesting to see how well they can open up what maybe on paper looks to be a very big rotation out in Vegas for the Hornets it's going to be interesting to see that's a look at the Hornets summer league roster we'll start introducing those players to you in terms of game action tomorrow Friday the 8th Hornets versus the Pacers we'll go through that game as well as the entire known at this point Hornets Summer League schedule as we continue here on the Hornets Hivecast. I could have gotten my hearing aids anywhere, but going to a doctor who could find a set that fit my lifestyle was a good idea. Music sounds as clear now as when I listen to it on cassette tapes. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates offers a wide variety of hearing aids. With affordable pricing and credit options, our patients can find hearing care that is right for them. Hear like you once did. Call 704-295-3000 to schedule an appointment. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, they just make sense. Sam Farber, Rob Longo, Sam Purley here with you on a Summer League preview edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Quick bit of housekeeping for you here. We're recording this a little bit early because we've got to get out to Las Vegas to cover Summer League, and we're still in the NBA moratorium in terms of talking about free agency. Obviously, the Hornets are making some moves, and we will bring our thoughts on those as we get into Summer League. As the news comes out officially, we'll give each player that's coming back to the Hornets officially their due. So don't feel like we're ignoring the free agency period. Once we get the all clear, we will be happy to share our thoughts. Speaking of some of those games, we're going to be previewing for you. The way Summer League works, you get four games on your official schedule and then the opportunity for a couple more. The Hornets will have for sure more than four games, but here is the known schedule. We'll go through them game by game, gentlemen, and then we'll give our game that we're most looking forward to. So first up, Friday the 8th, tomorrow, Hornets taking on the Indiana Pacers. That one will be played at 6 p.m. Eastern and should be broadcast on the Hornets flagship radio station, Sports Radio FNZ. So looking forward to bringing you some more Summer League action from Las Vegas. Sam Purley, this one, when I look at the Pacers roster, obviously Benedict Matherin, their lottery pick is the headliner. But I don't see a lot of size on this roster. You referenced it earlier. This could be a huge Hornets team with 
the potential to have Mark Williams, Kai Jones, JT Thor all on the floor at the same time. Your thoughts on this particular matchup? The size differential is definitely something, so it's going to be interesting to see you know how you counter, go big, go small, things like that. Yeah, Matherin, like you said, I think that's kind of the headliner for them. I think two interesting names for them on the roster. One is Chris Duarte. I mean, he started almost 40 games last year and was a really good player. Put up some really big numbers for a rookie at almost 103 pointers, 13 points per game. I think it's interesting that he's going back to summer league for a second time. And uh, also Isaiah Jackson, who I think is going to be their big guy. I think he was 22nd overall pick last year as Indiana kind of transitioned into more of a developmental route in the second half of the season. He played a little bit more. So that should be a really interesting matchup to see Isaiah Jackson, Kai Jones, JT Thor, because they were all in sort of that same late lottery, late first round, early second round, big man category in the draft last year. So I think it'll be really interesting. It's kind of hard because you just have no idea. The, always the first game of summer league is, is kind of just, it's going to get a little messy see at times you're going to see great flashes and really encouraging stuff and then you're going to see lots of turnovers lots of missed shots lots of defensive assignments and I think once you get a game or two underneath your belt that's where you can kind of start progressing and you know getting that third fourth and fifth game of summer league so but I think on paper this might be the most talented team the Hornets are going to play in summer league assuming the rosters stay relatively the same throughout the next couple weeks game two Sunday the 10th late night for all you tuned in back here in the Queen City Hornets taking on the Los Angeles Lakers, and it really is a star-studded list of names. Rob Longo, when you look at the Lakers, you've got O'Neal, you've got Pippen. You, oh, wait a minute. It's all the kids. That means we're getting old. <laughs> Kidding aside, there's some very talented players here. The legacy roster, if you will, Scottie Pippen Jr. was very highly recruited coming out of high school, played well at Vanderbilt. Sharif O'Neal had a, a lot of injury issues and, and things that kept him off the floor, but clearly the, the bloodlines are there for him, a very talented player. And this Lakers squad is interesting because as I referenced earlier here in the podcast, Lakers might not just be looking for players to fill out the roster. They might be looking for rotation guys here in this summer league grouping. So your thoughts on this Lakers team? Probably the most intriguing matchup to kind of foreshadow a little bit when you take a look at that roster. You referenced Scottie Pippen Jr. and Sharif O'Neal and those kind of guys, but they also have a big seven-footer from Virginia named Jay Huff. So that's going to be an interesting matchup. He's 7-1. You know, Mark Williams probably saw him a little bit at Duke. Jay Huff does have a year more under his belt in terms of experience at the professional level. So I'm interested to see that matchup kind of within the matchup between Jay Huff and Mark Williams just to see how they're able to go at each other. I think it's going to be a really interesting matchup just because that's the second game. You got a day off. You got a little bit of rest. You got that first game under your belt. Now what are you able to do with that? Learn from that first game experience against Indiana moving forward against not quite a more experienced roster with the Lakers but they have been playing a lot of games out in the California Classic, so they'll have a little bit more experience than some of the guys on the Hornets roster in that aspect. That's a good point here. The fact that they've played a summer league already, they'll have had time to gel, so that, that will be something else to keep an eye on or an ear open to as you tune in to Hornets versus Lakers on Sunday. Then a couple of days off in terms of game action. Wednesday the 13th, Hornets will take on Cleveland. That one will be at 5 o'clock Eastern or thereabouts. Sam Perley, this one's interesting to me because Ochai is on the Cavaliers and mock drafts are they are what they are sometimes they can be very right Mark Williams was connected to the Hornets quite a lot in a lot of the mock drafts sometimes it's more smoke or you you wonder how things were slated there in the mock drafts was it intel that some of these experts were getting from inside the front offices or was it their best guess but whichever reason it was Ochai Abaji was connected quite a bit to the Hornets maybe the player they could have gotten at 13 had they decided to keep that pick they elected not to so just that matchup head-to-head 
intrigues me a little bit to see what he looks like. He's a more experienced player coming out of college, having played a bit longer and obviously a national champion, and now going head-to-head with the Hornets. Yeah, I thought that was a really great pick for the Cavs. I think looking at that roster just as a whole, not necessarily at Summer League, they have a lot of big guys and they have a lot of guards. They don't have a whole lot of guys in that in-between area. So I think Abaji is going to fit really well with them. And yeah, looking down the rest of the roster, you know, there's not a ton of super notable names. It's a lot of guys that have been in the NBA or were in the G League last year or had maybe 10-day contracts. Some of the names that took out, Ashton Haggins had a really good career at Kentucky. Definitely had some, some good numbers there. Aaron Henry, too, at Michigan State. Jamarco Pickett was in Detroit last year. And then they've got a couple guys coming from overseas and Amar Sila coming from Real Madrid, which is a very competitive league over in Europe, Spanish league. And then one of their late second round picks, Luke Travers, who I think was a guy that a lot of people were maybe late second round, you know, a stash guy that maybe could in a couple years work his way to the NBA. He played for Perth last year, which is one of the better teams in the NBL in Australia. So it's going to be competitive. I think just because, you know, I think this is a good situation where you look at the roster, maybe they don't have a high lottery pick or, you know, a guy that was a top two or top three pick. But, you know, there's a lot of competitive players on these rosters. And I think this Cleveland team is going to be a really good matchup. Isaiah Mobley as well too. I think that's another guy they drafted maybe in the late second round. Evan Mobley's brother. So if there's any sort of a correlation there with the brother and the family lineage, he's going to be a tough matchup there at 6'10 down for uh, those big guys like JT and Kai. So uh, another one looking forward to it. Yeah, Mobley, a very accomplished player in college. Kind of more of a traditional center, if you will, um, but should be an interesting matchup for the Hornets bigs going up against him. Last game that's currently slated is the next day, Thursday the 14th. Hornets will take on Chicago. 6 Eastern tip and last season in Summer League Rob Longo we had the Portland Trailblazers who brought out some very veteran players who had a lot of NBA time. It was Kenneth Fareed Michael Beasley and I think Emmanuel Moutier who I think were all lottery picks at some point. It was a very experienced group. This Bulls team is not that in terms of the level of play and the level that they were drafted, but they do have a lot of guys who are on the other side of 26 who will be playing in this summer league. Guys like Sundarius Thornwell and Malcolm Hill who have NBA time, who have been experienced quality professional players either in this country or overseas. So that brings a little bit of intrigue. How do the Hornets with a, a relatively normal age range for their players do against an older group? And then there are some exciting young players on that Bulls team as well to keep your eye on. But, you know, the reason for a Cinderius Thornwell to go to Summer League is earn himself a roster spot. So the Hornets are going to have to be able to you know bow up against someone who has a lot of quality experience and is looking to play. The other name that's interesting on that Chicago roster is McCore Maker, one of those guys that was really highly touted out of high school, elected to go to an HBCU at Howard, and he's a big guy, 6'11", so it'll be another good test for Mark Williams. Also a big test because it's on the second night of a back-to-back, more or less. I know you're not traveling and all that stuff, but hey, the last time that the Hornets played the Bulls on the second night of a back-to-back, pretty good result in Chicago, so we'll see maybe if that's able to result in the same aspect as well, but again, it's one of those things where it's that fourth game, you're just trying to look to see if everybody can put everything together, if anybody can gel and any sort of aspect and just kind of move on from there and hey, maybe the Hornets are 3-0 looking to go 4-0 and play for a Summer League championship at that point. Who knows? There you have it. So those are the, the known schedule. In terms of games we're most looking forward to, I of course am looking forward to the final because the Hornets clearly will go undefeated and be playing in the championship game, but we're going to limit this to games that we know and opponents we know the Hornets are going to play. So Pacers, Lakers, Cavs, Bulls, Sam Purley, you get to go first this time game you're most looking forward to. 
I already feel like I'm going to be stealing somebody else's, but I think it's the Indiana game. You know, it's the first one. It's always that kind of excitement to see what's going to happen. And I think, like I said in a previous answer, I think on paper, I think there's the most talent is going to be on this Pacers team. I I love the matchup to see how they're going to be able to defend Chris Duarte. I mean, you know, for that backcourt, I think he's a really, I mean, he's a really, really high level NBA player who I'd be very surprised even plays the entire summer league if it's a game or two. But I think Indiana, I'm excited to see how they match up with Benedict Matherin. And, you know, he's very highly touted coming into the draft. So I think it'll be a really good one. And Pacers head coach is also Ron Norad, who was an assistant for the Hornets uh, a few years ago. So overall, I think that's going to be the one I'm most excited for out of the four thus far. Rob Longo, game you're most looking forward to from the known Summer League schedule. Kind of referenced it already. I think it's that Lakers game just because it's the second game. You get the jitters out of the way of that Indiana game. You got a game under your belt to kind of gel a little bit or at least as much as you can. You're able to just kind of go out there and play basketball at that point. A couple of seven-footers, a couple of bigs on that Lakers roster interested to see how Mark Williams is able to go up against them. And it's always fun to just play the Lakers in general, too. And again, like I mentioned as well, Lake Show having a couple of games in the California Summer League under their belt already, too. So it's kind of the chance to go against maybe a little bit more of an experienced team or a team that's been able to kind of have a little bit more chemistry. So I'm looking forward to that Lakers showdown. My pick, it's tough. You took my top two on my list. In both the Cleveland and Chicago game, neither is a really big team. So you don't really get to see that test of the Hornets young, really tall roster and potential starting lineup or lineups out there versus a team that's going to boast multiple guys 6'10 or taller on the floor at the same time. I'm going to go with Chicago. I think that game's intriguing because there are some veteran guys on that roster. And again, you you go to Summer League for a purpose, either to gain most of the time, 90% of the time, maybe 99% of the time, it's to gain experience and show what you can do because you have not been part of a rotation before. Neither Thornwell or Hill have really been part of a rotation before, but they are older players. So this is a, a shot at making a training camp, at making an NBA roster at some point. They're going to come to play, and they do have a lot of experience on their side. So how do the Hornets handle those guys in particular? But if I'm being honest, I'm more looking forward to the Pacers and Lakers games because I think there's more intriguing matchups. But something to watch for and listen to each and every day. Again, we'll be covering at least first portion of Summer League on our flagship radio station, Sports Radio FNZ. Look forward to calling that one for you. And, of course, Hornets versus Pacers tips it off tomorrow the 8th against Indiana in Las Vegas. One segment left to go. We'll have our bold Summer League predictions. That's next here on the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta. Hornets fans, it's time to get some new gear. The best selection of new and classic Hornets apparel is at the Hornets Fan Shop, now with new extended hours. Stop by Spectrum Center Wednesday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. to pick up the latest in jerseys, Jordans, and more. Or you can shop from the comfort of your own home 24-7 with just a click of a button at HornetsFanshop.com. An easy trip on the light rail, you'll be sure to find something for everyone at the Hornets Fan Shop. Sam Farber, Rob Longo, Sam Purley here with you on a Summer League preview edition of the Hornets Hivecast. Hornets will tip off Summer League tomorrow against the Indiana Pacers. We will have a game preview for that one for you for tomorrow's edition of the HHC, as well as potentially some free agency period news and notes. But right now we're talking bold predictions for Summer League. It's roughly a two-week period. The Hornets are going to be out there. They'll have at least five games to play. I want to know a bold prediction. It could be player-related, it could be team-related, whichever direction you want to go. Rob Longo gets to go first. Rob Longo with Rob Rules in effect. Your bold prediction for NBA Summer League. I don't know how bold this is. I mean, maybe it might be bold. Only time will tell. Mark Williams will average a double-double and also average, we'll say, three blocks. 
per game. Do I have to put a number on the on no, the double double? Pre- that's pretty bold. A double double. That's a, that's a lot of stats to accumulate, and especially with a quote unquote crowded center position because could have Kai Jones playing that. Certainly, we'll have Nick Richards playing that at some point. Be interesting to see. Coach Jordan Sternkamp has been doing this a while. He coached the G League team, but summer league sometimes you see players play in platoons. Maybe a guy plays one summer league game, takes the next one off. So it'll be interesting to see how many minutes Mark Williams gets to get to the double double. But certainly talent wise, capable of doing so. Yeah, I think so. I mean, or else I wouldn't say it. Sam Purley, a bold prediction for Hornets Summer League. So I've got two kind of smaller ones. I think the Hornets will go four and one or better at Summer League. So four and they had a couple tough losses last year. I think they kind of flipped the switch a little bit, get back to above 500 in Summer League. My other bold prediction, and this is kind of based off something last year, Kai Jones will have a dunk. That is the number one play on SportsCenter the night it happens and will be one of the top plays at Summer League. When you when you do the looking back top plays at Summer League, the NBA released or top five, Kai Jones will have a dunk that falls into that category when Summer League is all said and done. Didn't that happen last year? I know I he had one. He had the one-arm one, but I, I think he's going to do it again and it's going to be bigger and better. As I think about it, it might have been number two on, on uh, top plays Why? last year. I don't year. know because it was phenomenal. It was he's, phenomenal. If it was two last year, he's going to get to one. So as grades, I remember the one it was like kind of driving down the lane. I don't know if it was an alley-oop. It was a big one-handed dunk. I think he's going to top that this year and do something even more jaw-dropping and remarkable. So that's my number one prediction. Or my bold prediction is Kai Jones will have the play of Summer League. My prediction is based around what we've heard already from some of these other Summer Leagues and some of the news that's come out. This is not the only Summer League that exists. It used to be a lot more variety out there, but there's the, the California one uh, with a few teams that have already wrapped up uh, in San Francisco and then a Utah one, which was the debut for Chet Holmgren. And that made a lot of news because Chet went out and set what I've seen in reports being called a summer league record for blocks in a game. So my bold prediction, Mark Williams is going to match the initial blocks record for blocks in a game. Chet Holmgren had six in a contest for the Oklahoma City Thunder against the Utah Jazz Summer League team. As we've referenced a couple times here, Mark Williams, he's a true seven-footer, fantastic rim protector. He's going to play a couple of teams that don't have anyone near his height. We're going to see just how good of a rim protector he might be able to be at the NBA level. So my bold prediction, Mark Williams has a six-block or better game at some point here in NBA Summer that's pretty close to what I predicted, more or less. I said average, what, three blocks per game? So, I mean, kind of the same thought process. Similar similar thought line. If anyone's going to do it, Mark Williams or Kai or JT, I think you got a couple nominees. you got to make sure you kind of steer the blocks towards Mark Williams to help your prediction come true. Well, if you have any bold predictions you'd like to share with us, feel free to hit us up on social media. And again, our coverage begins tomorrow. Hornets versus Pacers, 6 o'clock Eastern tip-off time. And we'll have our game preview for you tomorrow. Sam Purley, Rob Longo, thanks for joining me on this Summer League preview edition of the HHC. Of course, thank you for having me. Happy to be here. A little jealous that you guys get to go out to Las Vegas and I have to sit back here and man the controls, but it's okay. You uh, get to stay up late covering another Hornets-Lakers game as per usual. Lucky me. Yes, sir. (laughs) Appreciate your hard work as always, and thanks most of all to all of you for tuning in. For Rob Longo and Sam Perley, I'm Sam Farber saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you with us. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on the Hornets Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit hornets.com.